You're listening to Practical Wellness with best-selling author, TEDx speaker, and mind-body wellness expert, Jaya Jaya Myra. Learn how to create good mental, emotional, and physical health simply and naturally with practical lifestyle tips for holistic well-being. Jaya Jaya Myra has inspired audiences worldwide and is here to empower you to live a healthy, purpose-filled life. And now, your host, Jaya Jaya Myra. Hey everyone, Jaya Jaya Myra here. Welcome to another episode of Practical Wellness. Today I have special guest Lynn Delmastro Thompson with me. She is a mind-body medicine practitioner, and we are going to be talking about how to listen to your body's own innate wisdom. Lynn, it is such an honor to have you here. Thank you for having me. So like all mind-body practitioners out there, I find we all have very personal stories as to what made us come to this as our life's calling. And I'm certain you have a very interesting story to share as well. Yes. So kind of in short, I was in my 20s in grad school and I went through a healing crisis. Um, I was scheduled for elective surgery. And when I had the pre-op blood work done, it showed some abnormal lab results. And so it basically threw me down a rabbit hole that ended up with a diagnosis and the diagnosis was chronic myelogenous leukemia. And I was treated for that for actually three years and came to find out, you know, when I kept questioning, like, why don't I feel like I'm improving despite all of these lab tests, that it was actually a misdiagnosis. Oh my gosh. I I cannot even imagine. I mean, leukemia is one of those scary words for anyone. And uh, even when I was working as an immunologist, I actually did cancer research and studied leukemia clusters. I mean, that is a, that is a devastating diagnosis. I cannot even imagine how you must have felt to one, be diagnosed with that, but then find out, Hey, this was just completely wrong. By the way, you didn't have this for the last three years. How, How did you deal with that? It was very hard. And that was kind of what started to bring me into the field of alternative medicine, just in my own journey, because first of all, I was just so anxious. I was depressed. I I needed help, you know, and I wasn't really getting that from the care team that I had. I was just being given, you know, short appointments of you know, nobody answering, like, why don't you feel better when I would ask that question? And so I said, well, there's got to be something out there that can help me, first of all, just to cope with the anxiety and the depression. And then, you know, as I started to see those things help, I started to explore, like, what else can I do to make myself feel healthier? Because this taking this pill that they're giving me that, you know, is making me miserable is not really the only solution that I want to pursue. I, I hope you fired your care team at that time. <laughs> once, once it was like, okay, by the way, you don't really have leukemia. Yeah. Well, I had actually been trying to get rid of that hematologist for the almost the whole three years. I kept trying to get a referral to another specialist and my primary doctor kept insisting that he was the best in town. And so I was like kind of caught in that web of the insurance wow. system and referrals and So it really was when I finally left my grad program and got different insurance that it allowed me to get that referral to a different doctor. And instantly in the first appointment, that was actually when the diagnosis got questioned was with a new doctor. That that is amazing. What is it that you found when you started to come to more mind-body practices was really effective for you to 
move forward on your healing journey? Yeah, I think, you know, I remember one of the biggest things was when I started to go to a yoga for healing class and I started to create a new relationship with my body because for the first year or two, I kind of was angry at my body. I was like, you know, seeing my body as having betrayed me or failed me. And so the beginning of my process was really just to understand that my body really hadn't. And if anything, in some ways I had failed my body because it had been talking to me for quite a while about how unhappy I was in my life. And I kept denying that and denying that. And so when I finally woke up to that, it was like, oh, I'm so sorry, body. Like you've been trying to to help me all along by communicating to me. And I've been the one that's been like, nope, I don't want to listen to what you have to say. How do you recommend that people start to understand the body's innate wisdom and to start, well, one, listening and two, understanding? Yeah. So I kind of view it as creating a relationship with your body, just like you would create a relationship with someone else. So making time each day, if you don't already have a practice to get quiet, to listen to your body, and then to start to have kind of conversations with your body, which if you're brand new to it might sound a little bit weird, you know, to talk to your body, because your body doesn't have words. So you might be saying, I don't know how I'm going to know what my body's saying. But I find if you sit down, if you get quiet and you start asking questions like, you know, what does this particular symptom I'm experiencing, what does it want me to know? You will over time, you know, as you do that and create a a relationship with your body, you will start getting answers, whether that be, you know, through words coming into your mind, images, like our our intuition talks to us in very different ways. Oh, absolutely. What were some of the messages that you started to receive when you went through this process of listening to your body? Yeah, I think one of the biggest ones was, you know, I was pursuing a path that I was not really happy in. I was pursuing a PhD in history. And I had been lying to myself by saying, it should be hard, I should be miserable, I should be stressed out. And my body had been kind of like saying, hey, like, are you sure you want to devote your life to something that makes you unhappy? And mm-hmm. so that was kind of the, the big message and the getting sick. And, you know, now just seeing symptoms as, as that communication of, hey, there's something emotional here, maybe that you haven't processed, you know, I've gotten messages from pain that has just come out of the blue that aren't injuries or, you know, things that you could trace to and say, oh yeah, I fell down and I hurt myself. Just pain that comes out of the blue can just be a trapped emotion that we need to see and to acknowledge. Oh, absolutely. All that stuff gets lodged in the body. And it's only when you don't listen that it really starts screaming at you and turning into a more severe form of illness. So after you uh, started working with a good care team and they figured out what was actually going on, how did the mind-body aspects help to accelerate your wellness journey? I think, you know, just being more and more in tune with my body and asking it what it needed, you know, and really a lot of the approaches that I started to get curious about were really about getting to the root of the problem rather than, you know, Western medicine can be very like symptom-based and like, let's just deal with the symptom. Let's mask the symptom a lot of the times. And Mm -hmm. I am much more curious and I believe it's much more effective to be like, well, why is this happening in the first place? So when I got curious about like going for acupuncture and, you know, she would look at things in such a different way than just, you know, oh, here's a pill, like 
go on and, and take it and good luck. <laughs> you know, it's mm -hmm. like what imbalances are happening in the body. And that's, I think the most effective way for our bodies to heal is to figure out like what's imbalanced, what is the body trying to rebalance and regulate. So one of the modalities that you use is called body talk. I'm actually familiar with body talk. I know a lot of people are not. Would you like to explain a little bit about what the body talk system is? Yeah, definitely. So it really is a system of looking at the story behind the symptoms. So the symptoms, if you think of an iceberg image, you know, the symptoms are like the part of the iceberg above the water. And that's really mm -hmm. what, you know, Western medicine wants to focus on is that little part. We want to look at what's underneath, what's underneath the water. And that can be, you know, a whole range of things ranging from, you know, emotional trauma to, you know, working on your chakras to working with the Chinese meridians system and just unpacking the story of the symptom. And when we unpack that story that the body is trying to tell, that's actually where the shift begins to happen. And people can, you know, notice that their problems start to go away. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Sometimes these chronic recurring pains that come up literally are just trapped emotions or thought or behavior patterns that, you know, you have to work with and listen to and overwrite them in order for them to change like people feel that they they get trapped you know they hear oh this is this chronic condition or this is an incurable disease and then they start to actually believe it and I think that that is such a great fallacy you know that there is nothing that you cannot learn to rectify on your own I don't care what western medicine says all diseases are treatable and you can heal yourself from just about any condition you find yourself in. I completely agree. Yeah. That's part of why I shared my story. I've, I've written a book that goes into my whole story and then talks about not becoming your diagnosis because oh, a diagnosis really can be like a curse. You know, I heard someone once say it's like the modern version of a voodoo curse. You know, you hear that. Yeah. You hear it and it's like, oh, now, you know, I have leukemia. Mm -hmm. Oh no, you know, this is now my reality instead of, you know, saying, hey, that doesn't really have to be my reality. I can heal. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm not saying to people like to ditch Western medicine, that may be a part of many people's healing journey. I just know that there is definitely a way forward for everyone. It was the same for me when doctors said that I had fibromyalgia. I just refused to ever put that label on myself or, or own that diagnosis. I'm like, yeah, this is not right. Uh, I will not have this forever and I'm going to eliminate this. And I was able to, I was one of those few lucky people that was able to completely 100% heal myself. Um, it's possible. I've heard of people healing themselves from uh, other horrible conditions like, like cancer, uh, like even autism using natural approaches. So it truly is fascinating what the mind and body are capable of when you learn to talk, when those two systems learn to talk to each other. 100%. Yeah. And that's so inspiring to hear your story as well of how you could transcend, you know, that diagnosis and go on to live your life in an amazing way. I think that stories like ours really provide the hope and inspiration and motivation that people need to take that next step forward because a lot of times you feel so afraid or confused, uh, you feel in pain and you don't really 
have that confidence that you need, but that's exactly what you need to do. Just like walk out of the darkness, take a step forward into a new place of being and have faith, you know, that the universe has your back and that you have your back because you're able to listen to yourself and listen to your body. Yes. So true. So very true that we have to have that faith and and keep moving forward. And, you know, I always like to say too, when you explore different modalities, it's like one thing, if it doesn't work, Hey, keep going. Mm -hmm. Cause there's so many things. There's like a smorgasbord of options out there. Yes. There are so many options. You will definitely find some that do work for you. So to start to listen to your body, uh, what would you recommend people do right now today something to just take that next step forward. Like, Hey, I've got no idea what this means. I'm, I'm just me. How do I start listening to what my body has to say? Yeah. So just take some time, just like maybe find a time as if you were going to be meditating or, you know, just take five minutes and, you know, a time that you're not going to focus on anything else, take some deep breaths, just get yourself centered and kind of let go of whatever you're focused on in your day. And then once you do, you know, if you have something going on in your body, a pain or a symptom, then start just having a conversation with it. And I think some great questions to start with is, you know, what does this area of my body want me to know? What does it need from me? And if you don't immediately get an answer, if you're thinking this sounds really crazy, you know, I don't know what she's talking about keep doing it. I would say if you do it every day for a week, you might start to get surprised because you're going to start to get information. You know, at first your body might be like, does she really want to know? Or does he really want to know what's going on? And Mm -hmm. over time, you know, your body might start to build up a trust with you, just like you're building trust with it. And then it will start to give you some information about what's going on. Absolutely. I have found even in doing my own work that you have to be willing to hear what is being said. And just like you were saying there, your body might know when you're not really ready to listen. So you have to set your ego aside and acknowledge that this stuff is coming from so deep down inside of you. Maybe these are the things you've been afraid to tell yourself. 100%. Yeah, it can be the things we don't really want to see. And so sometimes we have to keep asking the questions and have to acknowledge to ourselves, like maybe there is something scary or overwhelming that we're afraid to hear or see. Mm-hmm. I think we've all got something like that going on in our lives, honestly, because no one lives the perfect life, no matter what people <laughs> want you to think. So Lynn, thank you so much for taking time to talk with me and my audience today. This is super wonderful advice. I highly encourage you all to give this a try. Go take five minutes, sit with yourself, try this every day for a week. I would love to hear what your experiences are with this. Lynn, thank you so much. We will definitely be speaking again. Thank you. You've been listening to another episode of Practical Wellness. Make sure to share with your friends and family and have a great day.